Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. And welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno, The Footnotes. Now, we're four episodes into book six, and we're still in Australia. So we thought it was about time to get an expert on the pod. So our first guest of the season is the award-winning Aussie actress, and one of the busiest people in Hollywood right now, the star of Ready or Not, Bill and Ted Face the Music, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and the upcoming Snake Eyes, Nine Perfect Strangers in Babylon. It's Samara Weaving, everybody! You guys, when you emailed me, I was like, I don't know if they know what they're getting themselves into. This is not like a normal guest. (laughs) This is a full fan. (laughs) What do you count as a full fan? Just like I know... I'm not like indifferent or like, oh, I kind of remember. <laughs> like, I know details. And I <laughs> thank God, Kian, that man who made the website, Belinda.business. He's amazing, isn't he? Amazing. Because I had so many questions <laughs> and I was like deep in his website. So, so this is essentially meet and greet, what this is. We're just like, hi, yes, tomorrow, nice exactly. to meet you. Do you, want, do you want a picture? Do you want an autograph? Yes, please. You guys have been with me for, what, six years now? Um, so, Samara, as Jamie said, we've got you on as our kind of Australia expert. So, we just wanted to get your take on. Um, Rocky's interpretation of Australia and how much he's got right, how much he's probably mostly got wrong. Would you say it's an accurate representation of your homeland, basically? Um, (laughs) I mean, I love Rocky and no disrespect, but there's not a lot of like Aussie references. Mm. It's it's about (laughs) tourists in Australia. Yeah, that's true, actually. (laughs) So you're saying that the biggest TV show isn't Dancing in the Sky with superstars (laughs) in Australia. That isn't a thing. I mean, that is number one on the hits, I will say. But then, like, Cosmo Macaroon was pretty spot on. Like there, I feel like there are some like morning show hosts that have that kind of like, oh, here, sell your pots and your pans. And (laughs) (laughs) I love that he thinks the rocks are actually the rocks, like that there's big rocks and boulders there. Oh, there's not. No, no. It's just a normal place (laughs) Place. buildings. I think they called it the rocks because, and this was super creative of them back in 1780 or whatever. Some of the buildings were made out of sandstone and they were like, that's a rock. We'll call it the rocks. Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) 
I think Dad just heard his namesake and thought, Rocks, Rocky, great, I can include them in the books. Yes. Have you done much travelling in and around your homeland? Have you been to the Scrub and Dust? Yeah, yeah. so is that just the de- de- the desert? You tell us, Sam. You're, you're from Scrub there. and Dust, because I assume that means like a desolate... Outback town? Outback town with a lone shed with one doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and a radio. I imagine it near Uluru. Yeah, yes. which... Did, didn't they go by helicopter to Sydney or how did they? Because it takes like 10 hours to get from. <laughs> <laughs> no, they got a jumbo. He'd ha- he was flying in a jumbo jet, wasn't he? Uh, they oh, fl- and, then, yes. and then they landed in the CBA uh, on the pavement, I guess, just, just got on it, the street. Got it, got it. Okay, yeah. so that, that, that pans out. That checks out, yeah. In the CBA, James. CBD? That's what you call it, central business. CBD. That can't be asked. Can't be asked. Sorry. <laughs> I always get the central biz- business district and... Uh, a lack of interest in, <laughs> in the old CBA. Yeah, in the old CBA. <laughs> um, the Pots and Pan Pacific Conference, does that uh, happen every year in uh, It does in now. It does now. It's really picking up. <laughs> Cosmo's been shouting it from his rooftops. And, you know, I know that my accents are one of the worst things about the show. And I have to say... I think the Australian accent's really difficult. And because we've been in bloody Australia for so long, I was like trying to make a list of the amount of different characters that I've had to do with an accent. Cosmo Macaroon, Cornelius Kettle, Dr. Al, Trixie Forward, Jailman and Quince. That's a lot of people to give different sort of accents to. Well, I don't think, by the way, it's gotten a lot better, Jamie. <laughs> like oh, the fair. first one, I was like, ooh, okay. But um, recently I was like, oh, hello, this, yes, a fellow Australian, like, pretty good, very oh, good. really? I think it's one of the hardest accents to do because there's, like, one million vowels. Yeah. Like, the word no is, like, like, what is that? No. 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 bloody way. It's really hard. My dad has a theory that it's because the British live in there's not much sun there and then when we <laughs> came over to australia we were all talking in a very british accent and then the sun made us squint so we started talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is a theory though in in america they say that people in like the deep south talk a bit more slowly and drowly because of the heat Oh. That's what, that is a theory that people think that. So maybe your dad's not wrong. So maybe if we do English with a screwed up hot face, then it becomes a little bit austral. Oh my God, it works. Oh it God. really Perfect. works. No. It's absolutely, there's no way that you can't do it. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. really works. Oh my God, you look great, Alice. Thank you so much. You look so hot there. You no, it's so it's tight. so hot. It's so hot. <laughs> and actually, there's actually if I keep my face like this, I I can't go. I can't can't go back to my own accent <laughs> oh my really. God. So, oh my god, you've changed mm. forever. Can I just say, I'm actually glad this is happening because I get so much hate from you two about you at my accent work. And listen to you. I think SW likes frankly. it. That's all I'm saying. I think she's pretty impressed. Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Tapping my face because I'm trying to hide my real feelings about this right now. <laughs> Um, you're, you're good at accents, <laughs> aren't you, Samara? You're, uh, you're American's very good. I work with a dialect coach. Jamie, do you have a dialect coach? <laughs> um, I, I actually don't. So if you could pass on their details, that's that would be useful. Um, just, that's so good. That's even more impressive, though. What, you think he's got a dialect coach in the room when he's reading? I don't know. It's his job. <laughs> Maybe he invested in himself, you know, some stuff. Who knows? <laughs> oh, Sam, we don't take it seriously enough. 
That would be somebody who would definitely have an alias. Oh, who's your dialect coach? Oh, um, that's Rainbow Johannesburg. I don't know if that's their real name. Please don't put my name to Jamie's progression through accents. Um, Now, enough about Jamie. Samara, tell us. Can I call you Sam? Yes, please call me Sam. Samara's weird. Yeah, so who is your favourite character in the books? From all six books, looking back over the years. The Duchess has such a great story arc. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. She's grown a lot as a character. Well, yeah, because we meet her at the in the maze, I think. Mm-hmm. At the asses and donkeys tree. <laughs> Asses and donkeys. <laughs> is that what it is? Asses and Asses, donkeys trust, yeah. yes. Asses and donkeys trust. And you sort of think she's almost like a elderly bachelorette, but then you find out she's married and then she's very kinky and then suddenly she's, what, MI6, the head of British intelligence? Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, the overall head of. Overall. Speaking of... um. MI5. Is it right that you think that one of your family members is a spy? I think my dad's a spy. (laughs) That's a wild accusation. Well, we grew up in different countries, but they were all part of the Commonwealth. Hmm. And claims he was a business consultant. (laughs) Oh. And then um, I have a friend who actually dated a spy, and apparently they're everywhere. Really? And I, she was, like, getting to know me, like, where'd you grow up? Oh, and I told her, and she was like, oh, your dad's 100% a spy. And then I <laughs> asked him, because he'd go on, like, business trips for a couple of days and then come back, and, like, I didn't think anything of it because I was a child. But, yeah, we went to, you know, like, Singapore and Indonesia and Australia, like, hmm, very suspicious <laughs> and very vague job titles. Like he worked for like a cigarette company or something. (laughs) (laughs) A pots and pans company. company. He knew a man named James Spooner. (laughs) But when I ask him about it, he like laughs it off and then comes, he's like, I can see why you'd think that. And then gives this big story as to how he's not. But then I hang up and I realise he hasn't answered the question. <gasps> Classic spy. Yeah, he's never actually denied it. He just talks around the subject. They teach you how to do that at spy school. In fact, Jeremiah St. Frost first probably taught him. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> how do you know about Jeremiah St. Frost first? <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. That does sound like your dad's a spy. And I love that you've just outed him on a podcast. Well done for that. Well, he's like retired now. So short. Like, can't you talk? Sure. Sure he is. Sam, you could be putting him in all sorts of danger. Think of the things that he's seen. This is a breach. But what do you mean there's spies everywhere? Apparently they're just like your next door neighbour's a spy. There's a spy across the street. What specifically James's next door neighbour? In fact, James Cooper is an incredibly secretive man. James oh my god, spy. James, are you a spy? James is a spy. Did you go to boarding school? No, no, no. I went to a mixed comprehensive. <laughs> That's exactly what a spy would say. No, I didn't go to boarding school. <laughs> but surely your mum would know if he was a spy. No, she wouldn't. She doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's definitely not a spy then. <laughs> she could be a spy in these books. To be I fair. don't know which is worse. Outing your dad as a spy or outing your mum as an imbecile? No, she's lovely. She has a PhD, but, you know, we'll be having a conversation and she's like, look at that bridge. And you're like, what are we? Okay. 
<laughs> Mum, is that a spy? That potpourri is delicious. <laughs> Mum, is that a spy? Look at that bridge. I think it's a technique. Yes, I think it's a technique. <laughs> yeah, she's in on it. Oh my God, it's solved. We sold it for you. Um, speaking of your mother, haven't you got, you two had a kind of weird porn connection at one point? I was reading something that you, well, you did an audition. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh man, alive. That was terrible. Yeah, we have a house in the south coast in uh, Maruya, Australia. Oh, nice. And it, there's not like a big creative studios or anything. Or, you know, there's no casting directors that live there. Um, so I got an audition for Fifty Shades of Grey. This is like 10 years ago or something. <gasps> to be the, to be the lead? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so I was in the middle of nowhere and none of my friends were around. And it was just <laughs> me, mum and dad. And I, they were like, the deadline is you've got two days. So you've got to get this done. And I tried doing it like recording the other person's lines on my phone and trying to match the timing, but it just wasn't working. And I was like, oh my God, okay, okay, okay. And the scenes were like gossiping about their sex lives <gasps> filthy so oh. i asked my mom i was like mom can you just like just don't look at, don't <laughs> don't look at me just don't look at me just read it <laughs> but then she kept like staring at me and she was like what are you doing with your face like what you're like i'm being sexy mother like, I'm, 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 I'm acting she was like you don't need that much lipstick or you know <laughs> so i like was like oh no 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 Hey, Dad. Um, <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> you have to go to your dad. Hey, Dad, can you pause spying for a sec? Can you just pause spying just for one minute? I just need your help. And I said the same. I was like, just don't look at me. Just say the line. Like, this is going to, I'm going to be in so much therapy for this. But he got so into it. He was like, <laughs> Because he's a spy. He's a spy. He was like, tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, oh, he was like. Was he any good? Just like getting so, like he became like, like sexy little lady character, fifty-year-old man. Did, did he get the part and you didn't? Yes, <laughs> he plays the cute best friend. Yeah, he's the best friend. Uh, yeah, no, I did not get that role. Well, so you just thank your lucky stars there, Sam. That it was just dialogue. There was no, uh, there was no activity. Oh goodness, I'd just say, look, thanks for the opportunity, but. <laughs> I'd rather not have a career than read this with my father. Thank you. So tell us, where do you listen and why do you listen? (laughs) Spill the beans, Bella. I was actually flying back to LA for something and I made the mistake of listening to it in the airport and I looked like an absolute lunatic because I was crying and laughing like alone like I couldn't pretend to be like oh that's funny Jimmy or (laughs) oh Jimmy you're one of those crazy people who are who's just laughing at porn dementedly on your own with your headphones on rocking from side to side a bit like Dr. Robbins actually like Dr. Robbins just shuffling around controlling my laughter and it happens all the time like I'm insane I never learn I'll listen to it in Ubers and just walking around set people like what are you laughing at like it's five yeah <laughs> you know what this is really embarrassing but um in preparation for this I put off doing any of my script work and took notes oh oh wow <laughs> oh my god yes Sam this is impressive I told you I'm a fan show us show us your notepad It was 4 a.m. on set. Oh, there's drawings and everything. Oh, wow. This is the knife that propels. Oh, the onion knife. The cry no more knife. Let's see your interpretation. It says cry no more 
And then it says, it's 4 a.m. I've lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> you drew that at 4 a.m., a cry no more onion knife. I'd had so many energy drinks and they were like, you've got an hour downtime. So I was just like pacing in my room and then thought, oh, I'll do some. Um, my dad wrote a porno homework and it's not useful at all. <laughs> That's a very good drawing, though. You've actually captured what I think is quite a difficult mechanism for the cry no more knife. Amy, have you seen like any artwork ever? <laughs> this is not a good drawing. <laughs> it doesn't even look like a knife. It looks like a sieve. Is it a bollock? This is the air coming out, propelling. Oh, yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, okay. that blows the tears and away. The I cry no more. electric, so I put a plug. <laughs> You've got a plug on it. I think it would be like wireless so that you could yeah, just not charge it. Plugged into the wall. Upside down, it's Giselle after a good bath. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I love that Belinda gets like her mind blown by the fact that the radio is waterproof, but then when it turns into like an actual gadget, she's like, oh yeah, no problem. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> Oh, she's such a simple, simple woman. Such a confusing, simple woman. The the mundane just blows her mind. She's like, it's waterproof. But then, like, James Spooner will have, like, a bracelet that can, like, shoot lasers and cut dresses off people. And, like, that's fine. It doesn't bat an eye. What of it? Don't worry about it. But in in the best way, I'm confused. Like, I love Rocky so much because he makes my brain really think about things that I shouldn't be. Do you know what? These books, I mean, I thought they made no sense before, but actually they are batshit bananas. Like what is going on? No, but they're insane in the most beautiful way. It's like lazy writing, but so creative and like specific at the same time, which is what makes it. Yeah, it's incredibly detailed, yet incredibly slapdash. I think it takes a creative brain to do that though. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, 
patreon.com slash my dad. I wonder if, you know, because you've read so many scripts in your time, you're probably coming at this from a professional angle. And of course, Rocky is a professional and we're, we're but amateurs. So I'm wondering if you see in this real potential for adaptation. Oh, 100%. I know someone mentioned that doing like a drunk history version, but I think we should do it. Mm. We, I'll be involved. Come on. <laughs> um, I think this is a pitch for you to do it. Like a very dark, like in Rocky's vision, like he's t- he takes it very seriously. Ooh. So get like Jean-Marc Vallée directing, make it really tonally Ooh. dark. Interesting. Um, I think the comedy will be bigger because of it, because you won't expect it to take that turn. I love it. I'm wondering if this is the sort of material that kind of needs a big budget for it to sing. Mm. And I'm thinking, am I right in thinking you're working with Brad Pitt soon? He's a producer. You know, he's got plan B. Like, is, you know, is this the kind of thing, I mean, it would be great if he could just take it onto the slate. Well, in a way, we're kind of giving him a gift. When I say it'd be great, I mean, it'd be great for him. He should be so lucky. I will... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Could you mention it? Could you just pass it along to him? I mention it to everyone I know, James. So Okay, great, great, great. And Brad Pitt is known for like watching and listening to everything. So he's probably listened to you guys. Stop it. I don't know if we should just give it to him on a plate though, because this would be a real game changer for him. Yeah, I think we should have a bidding bidding war. Well, I mean, maybe we should see some of his work. Does he have a showreel? I don't know. You know, Margot has a production <laughs> company, you know, so. Oh, my God. Oh, that's true. Lucky chap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we'll take your guidance on this because this is your world. But, yeah, if there's people that you like to work with, Margot Robbie, I've heard she's done good stuff. Brad Pitt, I mean, he's got a bit of experience. So if there's if there's somebody that you're like, they'd be, probably be able to handle it, then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let them have a look. But you're going to get so much money for this. Like... <laughs> Thanks. No, and you've got so many set pieces and like, you know, leather rooms and rocks mm. and into swimming pools and then carpets and glass yeah. rooms. And- the production design is <laughs> a, a huge budget in itself. Yeah. And all those locations. Yeah. It is like a Bond movie like that. Like they're always in a different place. I mean, it's just so epic. There's just such a kind of, there's a scale to the world. Yes. Like Avatar, you know? Yes. <laughs> That made a few, Bob. Um, okay, so if we're doing this, uh, you obviously have to be in it. Well, I think if if I was to play someone... Yeah, who do you want to be? Come on, let's okay. let's let's cut to the chase. This is probably isn't a popular opinion, but I feel like Des Martin has such a sad backstory. <laughs> I think I could maybe bring something interesting. Like he has a divorce in 20 days and yep. slobbering on... <laughs> boobs and Belinda doesn't care like he's just cast aside and do you think it's Oscar bait because you know it's so emotional I think that's why I'm going for Des yeah Des Martin curveball and a bit like that Bob Dylan film where lots of different people played Bob Dylan yes you know you could you know the way Kate Blanchett you know you know, brought her interpretation you're not necessarily no offense the natural casting for Des Martin but I can see it I can see it I look at you I think dance. I think dribbly. I think if not dribbly enough, then you could bring it. You know, I feel I feel yeah. like you would learn how to be more dribbly. We could get a dribble coach. <laughs> He's just crying all the time. <laughs> so uh, obviously Belinda now has a tattoo in the book on her leg, I think. Yeah. Uh, I read that you have tattoos in such places as well. I have a Deathly Hallows tattoo 
and I did a film with Daniel Radcliffe and we would <laughs> we had to do stunt training for like three or four weeks and I wore really long socks for ages because I was trying to you know just be cool and then one day I forgot and he said is that what I think it is and I got, <laughs> I got so defensive I like snapped at him I was like it's not about you <laughs> I had that from the books it nothing to do with the movies from the books not the films <laughs> punch me you in the bastard face. come on I, I, I acted more off screen than on <laughs> could we ever tempt you to get a uh, Belinda Blink tattoo maybe a th- the three B's or the three B's? Uh... sure but then will you ever talk to me again? <laughs> well, if we actively encouraged it, I think that's fine. If we, like, made you get a tattoo, I think yeah. I think that's fine. What a cruel twist. Get it, get it. And then you get it and we're like, you're oh, such freak. a loser. Bye. See you later. <laughs> uh, so, Sam, do you have anything else on your pad there? Bible, Zeus, cult. Yeah, I was not okay writing these down. No, no, no. I think I know what you're going for there. And it's something that I'm interested in well. Religion. Because I, I think I brought this up on a recent episode. Like, is there some biblical references? But also, like, what is Belinda's religion? Like, because she talks a lot about Thor and yeah. the Norse gods. But then Norse she, gods. like, went to heaven and she God nodded at her. She said, sorry, God. <laughs> she said, sorry, God. Exactly. Like, I'm just wondering where her head's at as far as spirituality. Well, also because in the maze they were drawing all those weird spirals. and Yes. Maybe there's something... I mean, it's definitely science fiction, these books, but maybe there's also some sort of magical... Fantasy element. That's such a good point. I'd forgotten about those weird symbols that Peter Rouse put on her in the mud. Maybe that is to do with her religion. Mm. Maybe. Maybe she's more... I was like, I don't care. No, no, no. I'm trying to downplay how much of a geek I am about this show. Please don't downplay it. This is this is the forum. Because I'm obsessed. Does that mean you've listened through more than once? 100%. It's like if I'm in a bad mood or sad, I'll listen to you guys and immediately I'm like, oh, I'm fine again. Aww. Oh, that's man, weird. that's nice and weird. It's so weird. I did warn you at the beginning that I'm not just like an indifferent human being who's like, oh, this will be a fun little podcast. Like, what are you guys up to? I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe you, but now I do. That's the best kind. There's no point getting people on if they don't know the show. So it's great. We love it. We love geeking out about the show with people. That's our favourite thing to do. It's what we do every week. I hope you've enjoyed geeking out with us. It's been the highlight of my existence. So, (laughs) (laughs) No, Sam, it's been so, so great having you. Thank you so much for coming on My Dad Wrote a Porno. Well, thank you so much. I can tick this off my bucket list. And now I'll stalk you in London. We have had a lot of laughs today. Interception. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack. 
for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.